So what is next for the US dollar? In recent weeks, the US dollar has had a little bit of reprieve. There is a perception the Federal Reserve is about to tighten. Indeed, the Federal Reserve has reiterated in its most recent statement that it is going to phase out the purchases of mortgage-backed securities. That in itself, by the way, is not tightening yet. The Federal Reserve is just phasing out the rate at which it is printing money. That is not mopping up liquidity yet. In its most recent statement, um, maybe the one thing to point to is what the Federal Reserve did not say. It omitted the statement that's previously been in there that there's an improvement in the housing market. And the reason is that the most recent data on the housing market were rather disappointing. Now, nobody has ever accused the Federal Reserve to be ahead of the curve. And as such, the Federal Reserve will not, generally speaking anyway, um, look at one piece of data or just a very few pieces of data and based on that change the course in its monetary policy. What the Federal Reserve in our assessment will do is it wants to wait. The reason the Federal Reserve wants to wait is because they've been printing a hell of a lot of money. The Federal Reserve doesn't really physically print currency. What they do is they um, enter a stroke on the keyboard um, if they want to buy any security. It doesn't matter whether the Federal Reserve buys a mortgage-backed security, a government bond, or for that matter buys a typewriter or pays a salary of an employee at the Federal Reserve. They are creating money out of thin air. And after the, the peak of the crisis, the Federal Reserve printed a great deal of money um, from before crisis level of about $800 billion that the Federal Reserve had printed. Um, it zoomed up quite substantially, um, almost doubled. But then, during the course of the first half of 2009, while some of the money printing continued, some of the emergency programs were being phased out. So the first half of 2009, on a net basis, the Federal Reserve balance sheet didn't do much. And the, part of that is because the Federal Reserve threw so much money at the economy that they wanted to see how this played out. Now, the one area that didn't get the boost was the housing market. The housing market didn't get the boost because there are severe excesses in the housing market. The Federal Reserve doesn't like that because ultimately Ben Bernanke, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, has said that the housing market is key to an economic recovery. That is one of the main reasons why Bernanke has engaged um, in a program in which by the end of March they want to buy 1.25 trillion worth of agency mortgage-backed securities. Those are securities with the goal of keeping the cost of borrowing lows to give a boost to the housing market. And indeed, the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve is going to approach $2.5 trillion um, by, by the end of the, this quarter. And there's a good reason for the Federal Reserve to simply say, well, let's have a look at how this all plays out and how it will uh, pan out. Is there going to be this economic recovery that, that everybody is, is hoping for? We a little bit suspect that the economic recovery will happen as, as planned. Um, much of it is because the stimuli have been extremely inefficient. I don't need to tell you that the um, cash for clunkers program has been inefficient, it's not going to lead to long-term economic growth, but the same applies at the monetary level. When a Federal Reserve, for example, um, provides cheap commercial paper to a company like General Electric, as the Fed has done at the peak of the economic crisis, that doesn't encourage private sector activity. It substitutes private sector activity. Uh, no private um, sector company can effectively compete in that sort of environment. And the same applies to most of the other programs. And so the headwinds from the market forces that warrant a further contraction are extremely strong. Um, policymakers have been overwhelmed how inefficient the programs have been. And we wouldn't be surprised if the mortgage-backed security program 
indeed is not as effective as people would like, and especially if it is phased out that um, prices will go back up. The cost of um, the cost of borrowing will go back up. That is, um, the cost of borrowing for homeowners will go back up. And so, what is Bernanke? What is the Federal Reserve going to do if indeed that does happen? Well, as indicated, they may first wait. But the Federal Reserve risks losing credibility if they didn't go back and buy mortgage-backed securities again, especially since Bernanke has argued that his programs are really credit-easing programs. He doesn't say he wants to manipulate prices. He says he just wants to lubricate the system so that these markets are functioning. Well, if the markets are functioning, they just don't like it to be cheap to buy a house. They like to hike up the cost of borrowing, just as the cost of borrowing is rising throughout the world. Um, what is the Federal Reserve going to do? In our assessment, the next phase after a pause will be a good old dose of quantitative easing. Quantitative easing is when the Federal Reserve prints money to buy government bonds. Japan, in particular, has pioneered that. Now, the reason we think that may quite likely happen is because uh, we believe that the assessment of the Federal Reserve is that the Japanese model was quite effective. We happen to disagree. We don't think Japan has achieved much other than create a lot of debt and a lot of problems down the road. Um, but that may not be the view of the Federal Reserve. There's a general perception in our assessment that printing money will um, give the jolt to the economy to get us back on the right track. Rising the price level, in our view, is the top priority for the Federal Reserve. Bernanke has testified in the past that going off the gold standard during the Great Depression is the single most effective thing aside from guaranteeing retail deposits um, when there was a flight of the banking system also during the Great Depression. Um, going off the gold standard to allow the price level to rise is the most effective thing you can do to get out of a depression. And so similarly, when you buy government bonds or also when you buy mortgage-backed securities to a great extent, um, you are telling the market that these securities are now um, intentionally overpriced and rational investors may want to look elsewhere. In particular, foreign but also domestic investors may want to go outside of the dollar. So traditionally, when the Federal Reserve buys government bonds, the currency has a tendency to, to go down and potentially even to plunge. But that may precisely be what Fed Chairman Bernanke wants in order to give another boost to the economy, to get the price level to go higher, to put the economy, as he'd call it, back on track. It may even work. If I take away half of your purchasing power, um, then uh, by devaluating, for example, your currency, um, then you have a greater incentive to work. Um, it is not exactly what the mandate of the Federal Reserve is, but it is a potential way that um, if everything works out, having said that nothing has worked out, the Federal Reserve has wanted it to, it might be a way that to, to get this economy um, moving ahead. Um, as it does move ahead, the question is here whether you want to keep your money in U.S. dollars, and investors may want to consider to diversify out of the U.S. dollar. I am Axel Merck. I'm the portfolio manager of the Merck Mutual Funds. We manage the Merck Hard and Asian currency funds that try to seek to profit from a decline in the dollar, protect um, against the decline. Um, protect against the decline of the U.S. dollar. We also have the absolute return currency fund that seeks to return independent of prevailing market conditions. Please check us out on our website, subscribe to this video, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again in a future video.